And we're live. Hey. Hello. Hey. We got our third person back. Yeah. <laughs> me, Tyler. Yeah. I'm, I'm the third person. I'm Kim. I'm the third. I'm yeah. the wheel. I'm here too. Um, hey everyone. So, Wolf Children is a movie. Yep. So, three weeks strong into anime. If you're, uh, if you're keeping up, so far we've done Paprika, we've done Fist of the North Star, and then we tried to have the biggest shift possible by doing Wolf Children after Fist of the North Star. It really is a... <laughs> a, 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 a it, it was definitely a hard left, for sure. But, but welcome, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this movie is good. It's very good. The production quality is... High, but not too high. Right. You know, it it's, it it doesn't come off like a huge budget production. Right. It, like this movie would be. So this movie came out in 2012, but it would be like right at home in like 2002, minus the like big CG scenes. Yeah, I, I would I would say this is one. Of, this is an example of a, a movie that that it. The production quality doesn't, like, distract you with how, like, amazing it is, but it is, like, the whole thing just looks really good. Yeah, but really it's, like... Really professionally done, yeah, but it's from one instance of them using, like, CG crowds. But it's, like, <laughs> very simple in in what it does. Or right. maybe more, like, subtle. It's subtle in what it does from a production standpoint. Like, it's not... It's not trying to throw stuff at you. Right. It just puts the puts it puts what it has on the table and it's like here, this is for you. So I'm gonna summarize real quick. Cause this is a really easy movie to summarize. True. Um, it's in the title, really. Yeah. There it, it's a movie about raising children. Those children are also wolves. Yeah. Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like a um well, not for anime, but for Anything else sounds like a far-fetched like premise that you wouldn't be able to get into. Uh, that's not true. It's pretty easy to get into. Yeah, yeah. Like you find yourself suspending your disbelief pretty easily after the first bit, like without any real problem. Yeah. So Kim is the only one of us who had seen this movie going in. Dude, I've seen this movie like a hundred times. Right. Right. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I, I was I was going in blind based on reputation. You were going in blind based on my hearing of reputation. Yeah, I Kim, I knew nothing. Kim had actually watched the damn thing. So yes. Uh, what are your feelings on this movie as the as the veteran viewer? I like it. I love it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> trying to trying to put a little bubble. No. Um, I like. Pretty much everything that they put out. Uh, Studio Chizu uh, uh, collaborated with Madhouse to create this one. They also did uh, the girl that leapt through time, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit similar art, art style-wise. Um, but I like the kind of at-home kind of telling mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So like it, it puts you like in another almost world. Like you can still kind of believe it's true. Right. Um, there's nothing. There's nothing too like fantastical about this besides wolf people yeah this is this is one of those there there was a i i I read a thing somewhere that was talking about how uh making fictional like universes and 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 sci-fi universes you wanted to kind of like say it's like like have everything be believable 
except for like one thing. Like in a sci-fi universe, it's like uh, everything continued as you would imagine for a hundred years, except there's except faster than light travel is a thing. And then you jump off from there. This is definitely one of those things because it's like everything is exactly the same. Except there are wolf people. Except there are a couple of, of half-human, half-wolf people knocking around out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so so you... I actually, I, I do not have a ton of... Um, I do not have a ton of experience with Studio Cheezer's work. I've watched, like, the last third of The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Uh, I vaguely remember something about Summer Wars, but I don't... Rem- Miss <laughs> It's... It's, um... But but the 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 production is like as we've said it's 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 good top notch production. This is probably the most modern. We said that last time. No, no, we said that for Paprika. Yeah, well, it's true. Paprika up until this was the most mo. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, no, this definitely came out. Paprika was like oh nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, this is probably the most modern. Uh, feeling and most modern looking anime we've done so far, not just in this month, but in general. What does modern show. anime mean? Um, for someone who has almost seen exclusively not modern anime, <laughs> <laughs> I I would say that that for me personally, because I I'm a I'm a huge fan of your old school action sci-fi anime when you know 80s and 90s when everything was primarily inspired by like western sci-fi movies Mm -hmm. your your mad maxes and your blade runners giving way to your uh you know things like cowboy bebop trigun fist of the north star and that vein of like action anime largely like focused on a masculine or, or, or like archetypically like masculine audience um has uh it's it's definitely not in style now there, there's a certain feel to a modern anime production that comes out of like one of your big studios like your like studio a1 or anything like that where you definitely get like characters are a little bit more like childlike they're a little bit like wispier uh and i think there's like Mm. an overall more you have thoughts on this i can tell kim Uh, no 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 continue (laughs) well um i i mean this this is my take on a on a modern anime it's usually like the hallmarks on a modern feeling anime are going to be a um storyline that focuses on a limited number of on a more limited number of tropes it's more of like a slave to genre a little bit you have like most of your main studio content coming out is usually like very much centered on like slice of life light novel adaptations which are huge like pretty much japanese young adult novels um so you have like you know your 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 
dystopias that usually have a love triangle. Light novels are a lot like American young adult novels, actually. Um, and and usually a really like squeaky clean production, like very little in the way of 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 hiccups or flaws you don't see any you know obviously like cell painting traditional cell painting has gone out everything's digital lots of cg um that would be how i would like internalize a modern feeling anime like just if i was looking at something on screen and given like two seconds to figure out what year it came out if it looked like that, I'd say probably after 2010. Yeah. <laughs> Kim? Oh, no. I think it's more Slice of Life meets Fantasy. Uh, just mm. because with Slice of Life, you have, like, most of those are, like, kind of like your schoolgirl sort of things. Mm. Like, you could, like, almost picture yourself walking out the door and being in there. Right. Immersing yourself. Your, your high school-centered stories. But with this one, uh, I liked the movie... Because you can almost put yourself in every everyone's shoes. Like, with the mom, you feel absolutely terrible for the entire time. Because life has just given her a shit hand. <laughs> one after another. And uh, then you kind of get to the daughter's shoes. Where she's kind of, like, just trying to figure out who she is. Like, how she's running through society. What she wants to be. Having two, two dual sort of personalities. Trying to work around friends and, and whatnot. So. I will say that, that so these characters are like the, the younger characters, obviously not the mom, but the, uh, the, the, the kids take over the largest portion of the storytelling, like, or of the, the story focus in the second half of the movie. And they are like exceptionally written children. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. I like, mean, especially for preteens. Yeah, like, and the, and it sh- they should be because the movie is about them. Right. Like, it, w- it would have tanked if you weren't behind them. Like, if if you if you couldn't if you couldn't put yourself into their shoes and and make them believable, there would be nothing. There'd be no movie. Watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. I like my favorite character is the mom just cause it kind of she kind of teaches you like a really good lesson like no matter what hand you're given in life you always like if you just put a smile on you can like bear through it essentially yeah and mm-hmm. she was super likable through the whole movie like she she was she was she was incredibly likable she bordered on being a little bit too resilient for me but like just just to the point where you're like good lord how can you stand this yeah but like it 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 does strengthen her character. It just it. She she's probably out of all the characters, she's probably the most static, but she's also like the moral core of the movie. Yeah. Like, every she she's kind of like I I I always talk about like um like Captain America in the uh, in the in the Marvel like original Captain America. The movie works because he is like the moral anchor that everyone reacts to. Yeah. And it's kind of the same in this. Like, the mom does not falter. Ever. She but does. Not really. I mean, I mean <laughs> she has her downs. Like, there's moments where she's like just breaking down because life just got too hard, but then she remembers to smile at the very right. end of it. Yeah. I mean, she. What, what I mean by doesn't falter, I mean, is she always. Like, 
you can you can like rest assured that she is always going to do the like in the end the the right thing she is going to make the right move and it it i i i think i think that the movie needs that if the movie didn't have that the movie wouldn't have a lot of focus um and it wouldn't allow you to it wouldn't allow the kids to to be the 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 i don't know what to call it I keep using the word focus. <laughs> without the mom behaving the way that she do, the, 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 way she do, do. the way that she do, the way that she does, the kids wouldn't be able to like grow and like learn, right? And develop. So, so without that, the story wouldn't have that to focus on, right? So, I, I mean, really, the crux of the story is about how the two kids are half wolf half child mm-hmm. uh that's it no uh they're <laughs> half wolf half child and uh go growing up you know really it it's kind of a story that we can all relate to growing up and not really knowing your true identity kind of coming of age and feeling different than everyone around you and like you know eventually finding your niche and finding what makes you happy which for the two of them is the complete opposite of how they were at the start, you know. The, right. Um, the daughter started off as the more wild and rambunctious and ambitious one with, you know, who was more prone to be more wolf-like and the, yeah. the son was super shy and, um, like, total mama's boy and didn't want to do anything. And by the end of the movie, they've completely changed roles. The son is uh, pretty much a full-time wolf and lives out in the wilderness and, and the daughter has completely socialized and you know doesn't just wants to live as a human full-time wolf is what it says on his linkedin yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> full-time wolf yeah <laughs> um yeah i i did i i did love that they didn't like that, that they subverted the characters mm-hmm. halfway through and 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 had them sort of switch roles it, it makes them feel like they grew a lot more mm-hmm. and it makes it much more interesting than if it was like set up at the beginning yeah the girl's gonna be uh all wolf and the boy's gonna gonna want to be human all the time and uh it, it would have been really boring if you were like able to put that together in the beginning and then it just held true yeah i was very glad they didn't do that i thought it was thought it worked out really well <laughs> also thought it was very realistic as far as, like, you know, growing up with a single mom or whatever, like, just how the kids were reacting, how, like, they destroyed absolutely everything, how yeah. she was tired <laughs> all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, I don't know, kind of, like, panel by panel was just really cool to me. Yeah, there's a lot of, I, I think, so, slice of life, as, as it is, is not really a genre that I usually find a lot of exceptional stuff in like like not, you not, said not like deep enough. Huh? <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> <laughs> but by, by exceptional stuff i mean like i'm sure like for the genre and for people just, just like it's not usually where where my anime tastes live um it's also usually not where my like american movie or series tastes live like a lot of the slice of life you know just like Yours watching is like, regularly people go through stuff like a, a lot of that 
I wouldn't say it's lost on me, but but I have a hard time distinguishing. Well, a you lot of like it. artsy, weird, and masculine, so. I will agree. <laughs> I will definitely agree with artsy and weird. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so so I I think that this the slice of life series that I have watched that I do like have uh, a certain thing that this thing has in spades which is just making sure that the situations and the characters are like hyper relatable because I feel like that's where like a slice of life series can kind of either fuck up royally or succeed tremendously like if you can put yourself there enough to be interested in the character development and the the situation then it can be fun but if you can't relate to anyone then like what's the point yeah why are you watching this <laughs> so i i would i would say that like as a person who who is not prone to you know giving a lot of slice of life stuff like an easy ride or a pass or anything i can say that this is definitely a premium awesome example of like a good slice of life thing if if, there, if you just want to ball your eyes out too that's it, it it's 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 pretty touching <laughs> not so not gonna lie from this movie's reputation i thought it was going to be like horrendously sad like i was well, just picturing like dead parents all over the place there's a dead parent but i was picturing like multiple dead parents Possibly for dead parents. No. <laughs> the first time I, I watched it, I was by myself, and I was just bawling with my laptop, <laughs> like you do. Right. Um. So I don't know. It touched me more. I it, it's it's one of the it's one of those it's one of those uh it, it's it's not so it's not like it's not like a. I'm, all right, it's I'm, not like clickbaity sad, like right. It's not like Grave of the Fireflies sad, where it's it's supposed to be sad, and that's the whole point for it existing. Kind of dead. Yeah, it, it's this this movie <laughs> is more just it makes you feel a thing. Yeah, it's it's like it's like it's like, it's like seeing like a family member that's like crying, and you want to like help them, but you can't because you're you know, whatever. It's a movie. Right. It's a movie because you're like ah. I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like a good like heartfelt like. Like American or or, or Mrs. Delphi. No. 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 <laughs> Quite. <laughs> like like just something that like people have been like known to cry at, but like not in a bad way. Like like I, I don't want to say like cry tears. To Mrs. Doubtfire? No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thing, for some reason, all I can think is Forrest Gump, but that's too goofy. Like, I like, like Forrest goofy. Gump. Goofy is no. Really sad. I'm trying to think of something a little bit more poignant. I guess it would be like Tears of Poignancy. Castaway. Maybe. Are we just gonna start listing Tom Hanks movies? <laughs> <laughs> just do Tom Hanks month. Oh no, I can't do. I can't do. Yes. You no. can. Angels and Demons. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Cloud Atlas. Yeah. Cloud Atlas, Cloud Atlas, and Cloud Atlas. No. <laughs> we'll watch Cloud Atlas four times. And Toy and Story. Why? <laughs> um, Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, you Toy Story 3. Could do Toy Story Month. If uh, you do it I don't want to. 
and the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> 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 All three Toy Stories and the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Um, that, that, that's a good cross-section of his career. Um, yeah, pretty much, I mean, it pretty much nails it. Like. Oh, God. Um, but, but no, uh, yeah. Yeah, this, so... so There uh, was an Angels and Demons movie, right? Yeah. Was no, it bad? Uh, probably. The book was bad. Hear about it <laughs> um, the book was absurdly bad. Yeah. I read the whole thing. It was a dark matter bomb in Yeah. The it was horrible. <laughs> Stupid. It was worse than the Da Vinci Code, but, which was um, also bad. But yeah, so sorry, Dan Brown fans I, out there. I, I know I'm our saying. audience is mostly mostly Dan Brown fans. Yeah, yeah, us us and Dan Brown have like a huge uh, uh, like cross section. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, all, all 12 of our fans are yeah. all Dan Brown fans. Um, Time to just shut the podcast down. Yeah. Honestly, like. probably go down to one now. <laughs> Um, all we need is Roland. Um, oh Lord! <laughs> but uh, yeah, so <laughs> back to Wolf Children. Um, trying to think of other uh, other other I, things I to associate you. it. Um, if you like Ghibli movies. Which I do. You've already seen this movie, most likely, so oh, we don't have to tell you to no. watch it. No. <laughs> I mean, maybe. No. Um, but but no, if 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 you are if you are a fan of uh, of uh, I think the closest one is my neighbor Totoro, but the, that, that's just me. Um, if you if you like Totoro or Kiki's, uh, you'd probably be. Uh, hella into this movie. <laughs> this movie is is very highly rated on IMDb. I mean, it's good, it's good. Yeah. yeah, and it's supposed to have a sequel. I thought it was gonna be bad yeah. when we first started watching it. Sorry, based on. <laughs> I mean, it's all good. That's your opinion. You can be wrong. Just no, I didn't. I was you're wrong. You're good. I like based on just surely the segment where she meets. The wolf dad. Yeah. And, like, that whole segment... <laughs> that almost lost me. ...feels super clunky. <laughs> and because they have their first kiss on screen, like, and he's a wolf, and it shows the silhouette of now, his wolf snout, like, going in, for the, yeah. going in for the kill. Yeah, maybe if if you're worried when you see... The, if you decide to watch this movie and you're Which worried... You yeah, you definitely should. And you're worried when you see this part where the dad's transforming into a wolf and showing the mom the true form. If it's about to lose you, stick with it. Stick, stick it out. It's, I mean, that part. Or is, if you're a furry, that's gonna be great. Oh you're gonna right, love this. Right. That, that part. That part is clunky. Mm-hmm. But it's also very short. And and yeah. that and it's it's fine. It's it's necessary because they do establish. The dad as like someone that you're on the team of, like to an extent. Yeah. yeah. Like in that, I mean, that segment can't be more than like ten minutes of the movie. No, it. it... <laughs> well, I was about to give away. Well, no, you know what? We we have the ongoing spoiler tag. Spoilers are inherent with this show. We give them. We don't care. Um, the dad doesn't live past the twenty minute mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he just doesn't. So I mean, like, we did say that so she's a single worry. mom, like so, in the movie. Yeah, so like, don't yeah. worry about any of that. Like, if if you, if you don't, don't like the dad, yeah. stick around. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be gone soon enough. Don't worry. You 
<laughs> no, but um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, as always, to pad for time, is the soundtrack, <laughs> uh, which was in your face good. Like, mm-hmm. like it is all all up on you with like the piano and the melodies and the, and the and the goodness. Um, like it is really throwing some throwing some piano at you. Um, so this might be a milestone in the uh, in unformatted review show history. Okay. This might be the first time that you and I disagree on a sound. You're not into it. It's a little heavy-handed. I I know. It's like I like that crazy schmaltzy at times. Good. <laughs> like. The, the, it matches the movie. The movie gets a little schmaltzy. Yeah. Then why don't you like it? Because it just it stands out when I don't think it necessarily should. This is a nitpick. This is definitely a nitpick. But yeah, for for the record on this one, if we're talking soundtracks, I'm 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 probably yeah. least into this. One. <laughs> I, I I liked it a lot. Um, but I'm into the big sweeping piano business. That's that's like that's my jam. Fair enough. <laughs> you can't see this, listener. Kim is shaking her head at me disappointedly. I mean, it's okay to be wrong. You're fine. It's it's all good to have different opinions, even if yours is not the right one. <laughs> well, fair enough. Um, the uh... oh, um, some place. So, uh, so I, I, uh-huh. I imagine from the ubiquity of this YouTube channel that um, we might be able to provide a really good visual aid as far as the the production quality of this movie. Are you giving, goes. An, are you giving an unapproved shout out? No, no, this is not a shout-out. It's just, um, if you've ever wondered where the GIF that they stream on that, um, the the lo-fi hip-hop beats to relax and study to 24-7 stream mm. on YouTube, like, it, it's, it's a pretty, like, iconic GIF loop of someone, like, studying. It's from this movie. I didn't realize that until we watched this movie. Um, but yeah, it's it, it is from this movie. So if you've ever seen that and been like, "Hey, that animation looks kind of cool. It's sort of Miyazaki. Wonder where it comes from. It comes from this. Fun fact. And uh, yeah, great. I, I do I do really like the animation style in this. Like specifically the characters. Um, it, it's it, you cannot take your eyes off the screen. Like yeah, it, the 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 animation just like sucks your eyeballs in. It's very, like, minimal line work, like, high contrast, like, clothing and everything. It, it it stands out. It's not a complicated way of animating a character, but that also means that it is... that, that it can be very expressive when it comes across an animation. Um, it's a similar style if you've watched any of, like, the Digimon movies, oddly enough. It, it, there, there's even, as Kim pointed out, yeah. there is even crossover. Uh, yeah. This guy worked on one, one of, the, of Digimon the Digimon movies. movies. Um, but uh, how many Digimon movies have you seen? Three. <laughs> there's only like one that's kind of good. So. 
Yeah, I mean, don't. And it's not the first. Don't game. watch the first not one first unless. I used to love the first one. We're gonna review it at some point. I put it on the list. God, did you? Oh yeah. Why? Because it has not aged well. We can just throw it in with the twenty Pokemon movies. <laughs> twenty. Yeah. Are there twenty? Yeah. Oh right. Because that one can't. Yeah, there are twenty. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's also uh, if you were a fan of the anime that came out last year, Double Man Crybaby. Very similar, like, kind of character design. Nothing else is similar about it. Like, don't take that to mean, like, if you like Double Man Crybaby, watch Wolf Children. That's ridiculous. Um, but uh, the character design is, is very the same. How, how was like that show? Uh, oh, that's Kim, another. Kim and I could legitimately record another hour of podcast well, arguing about Double Man Crybaby. <laughs> Again, you can be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> it would be a very okay. So who likes market. it and who doesn't like it? I, I like it. I don't love it. Okay. Well, we'll <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Anyway, the 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 guy that made Wolf Children also made uh, the Boy and the Beast, and also did um. Now the uh, Boy and the Beast, I've been wanting to see. Yes. I I read a bit of the manga. And I saw there was I, I saw that there was a movie and I, it, it's been on a list with Tekken King Crete since then. Because <laughs> there's that one and um one oh, what's it called? Um, uh, <laughs> Flatline. Girl who let through time. Yeah. Yeah. That one. <laughs> um, I actually do like the girl that let through time the most. Yeah, the that that one for a while. I I feel like uh, what was it your name in April or your lie in April? Which one? Your lie in April. Your lie in April. Uh, I feel like that overshadowed the success of the girl who leapt through time a little bit because it like came out and was like inexplicably one of like the most ubiquitous, most uh, like highest grossing anime film of all time. Uh, out of nowhere, but for a while, like before it came out, the girl who let through time was like big shit. Like people were it like, "It is one of my top five. Yeah, it was on like everyone's anime of the year. Mm-hmm. It was like really good. I watched the last third of it. <laughs> I should probably watch because the whole thing monster. at some point. You're a monster that reads the last page of a book. Like... <laughs> um, but yeah, so same director for this, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Any other tidbits? Um. We already said he did Summer Wars. Did Summer Wars? Uh, he was actually the first to uh, try and do Howl's Moving Castle, but he and one of the other producers from Madhouse ended up having disagreements, so he ended up Ghibli. dropping it. Ghibli. Yeah. Yeah, Ghibli. You got, me. you got Madhouse on the brain. I, well, because he used to work for Madhouse, right. and then Madhouse was also the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt, Madhouse was Matt, Madhouse was the studio he was working with right before he broke yeah. off and made Studio Chizu yes. and did this movie. He worked with yes. Madhouse until Studio or and he worked with Madhouse until 2011. This yeah. was in 2012. So Chris, so, have you have you curated a movie for next week? Um, that. Is gonna be a surprise. Is it? It is. To you as well? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll see. <laughs> okay. All right, well, if no one else has any thoughts to add. Um, I, I, I think I have exhausted my, my bit. Uh, go seek out this movie if you like... If you like movies. If you like Slice of Life stuff, if you like Miyazaki stuff, if you're, um, if you're, if, if previously our anime suggestions and selections have been too weird, too out there, what? too, yeah, exactly. <laughs> too, too actiony or, or artsy, like seek this out for like a, a, a good, a, a good example that that not all anime is like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well. Uh. See you next time. Toodles.